This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. We are the lads from the Chilton. We'll Monday, it's 7.30 and welcome to the Talk Talk Show, sponsored by Boa Sports, principal sponsors of Birmingham City Football Club, Garrison Coffee Company, Blues Trust. We welcome that wonderful family at SAS Autos, supporting PTSD and local charities. Hashtag, that's what Mondays are for. Okay, we've got a biggie for you tonight then, ladies and gents. We ain't got a great deal of uh, smiles between us. I'm sure we all feeling in the same boat. Uh, but I'm happy to introduce Fancam tonight. We've got Fancam. We've got Richard Barron on Fancam. Hello. There he is. What a handsome dude he is. Huh? <laughs> it's a mask. It's a mask. Um, also, of course, we've got, as always, the one and only Mr. Sheen, Mr. Paul Hipkiss. Good evening, all. We have Mrs. Brown. We have Mrs. Brown. <laughs> Sorry, good evening. He's got <laughs> one job. One <laughs> job a week he's got. One job. He still can't do it. And, of course, Mr. Robe. <laughs> Hang on. Hello, everybody. You all right? 
Good, good. Hey, we're all all right, mate. And uh, what a great, great character we've got in tonight for you, ladies and gents. The one and only. He's a legend. He's a club legend. He gave his heart. He gave his soul. He's blues through and through. The one and only Rubble! Good evening, fellas. I'm all right, mate. We're liking the beard. Yeah. I know. It's lockdown. Out razors, Dan, lockdown or what? I got I'm out, I'm out razors, yeah. Just can't be bothered to shave, fellas. Just got like, just gone for the rough look. <laughs> oh, mate, thanks for your time on a Monday night. I know this is going to be a cracker. Okay, we get beat against Luton Town, ladies and gentlemen. Luton Town. Uh, we've got a manager who says we can't possibly stop up. We've got a board who ain't got a clue what they're doing. Um, we are in turmoil. Mr Hipkiss. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, it's hard to be positive, isn't it, really? But, you know, you, you think, you hope and you pray that it's going to get better one one game, that it's going to, Ooh. you know, just we're going to turn a corner. But it just ain't happening, is it? It just ain't going to happen. Um, and, you know, the players to me now just don't look like they want to play for him anymore. Um, the body language on him is, is terrible. Concentration levels are going. And that goal we conceded again, is, is, it's schoolboy stuff again. Robbo, when the ball comes in the box of the defender, you don't let the ball bounce, do you? No, you've got to go and attack it. Yeah, you don't. You don't exactly. put your, you don't put your foot on it when it's clearly not crossed the line and, and say, "Oh, <laughs> Rev, Rev, it was out." No, no, no. So concentration there for that throwing. You know, it just baffled me when that throwing came in, and they just all stood still, and it bounces, and and obviously they get the shot away, and then it falls to their bloke off the keeper. So again, oh. another unexpected. It, it was a lucky goal. bounce, Paul, off the keeper though. It was a lucky bounce off the keeper, but you've oh. got to be in that right position to tuck them away, and we're not doing that. But why is that Potts there all on his own? He could have read the paper, lit up a cigar, and then he did it in, couldn't he? I mean, why isn't anybody marking him? Right. Um, you know, why, why is he why is he free mm. like that to just head the ball in? And, you know, it's just unacceptable defending. It's just too many schoolboy errors all the time. And mm. it's so frustrating. But we were we were starting to offer us something going forward last few games before Saturday. But yeah. even that's gone now on Saturday. That was Absolutely. the worst performance. Absolutely. Yeah, so. Yeah, Mark, what's your thoughts? Um... I was just disgusted. That's I mean, enough. Right? <laughs> That's enough. We'll, we'll, we'll never have enough. Um, no, I mean, over the weeks, we've been clinging, possibly if that's the right word, clinging to hope they'll turn it round, uh, with outside influences and all the rest of it. But no, that wasn't good enough. And nah, I just, I've run out of a worse okay, saying. Okay, over to our fan cam, Richard. What's your thoughts on the situation, mate? Oh, pretty much the same as, as you guys, really. Um just not good enough. Defending's not good enough. Just the tactics are poor. Not enough goals. Not enough, you know, going forward and, and trying to make things happen. I mean, he took two wingers off and bought Cosgrove, Djukovic on, and there's nobody to deliver the ball to him. You no, know what I mean? From wide positions, you know. Um, Robbo. If it, if Robbo. It, if, yeah. Go on. Yeah, go on. Yeah, sorry. You finish off, bud. Go on, Rich. No, I, I, I was just going to say that, you know, over the summer... I'd have cleared out the whole back line. Mm. That that back line of the defence has been a nightmare for years, for the, about the last two or three years. They always have periods in every season where they switch off for 10 or 15 games and can see goals. Mm. It happened last season, it happened the season before, happened under Cottrell. Uh, I'd, have, I'd have started... A decent manager would have built from the back. He bought a good goalkeeper in. He should have built mm. from the back and then gone mm. from there. Yeah. Mm. Robbo, you've, anyway. you've been in the situation, you've been in the dressing rooms, mm. uh, you've been out there on the pitch, mate. You know what it's like with us Blues fans. We give you stick when it's due. We can't do it at the moment. What's your thoughts on the situation at the minute? 
It's just not looking good, is it? I mean, what what everyone just keeps reiterating is when is it going to change? When is it when is it going to turn for for the Blues at the moment? And it's hard to see that. And it, and it is from a player's point of view, it's difficult when you're in that confidence. When when it, when you're lacking confidence and results keep going against you. <clears throat> Other teams at the bottom now are picking up points, so they, they're getting momentum. It's making it even harder. The, the only thing you can do is stick together, and you've got to start dragging people out. I mean, the manager's obviously taken a lot of flack with what he's saying after the games, and rightly so, because you don't say what he said at the weekend and expect no. to sort of get away with that. Um, as a player, I wouldn't want my manager saying it, because, like you say, you, you're basically given up. You've given up as the manager of the football club, and... What do mm. our players want to look to? We we want to look to the manager to get to keep inspiring us and keep us going. That's that's what you want. Um, but you can't also you can't you can't blame the manager as well. I'm looking at so Rich. I don't. Rich has just touched on like the substitutions that he's made. But what what are all the other staff members doing? Like wh- where are they? Where are they helping him? What are they saying to him? Surely, surely as a group of staff, you stick together mm. and you all come up with the situation of. Right, well, we're bringing, we're bringing Sam and we're bringing Juki on. Why are we yeah. taking both wingers off? Because yeah. that's, that's their main threat. Their main threat yeah. is the balls coming in from, from wide areas. Juki yeah. thrives on it. Sam does. So yeah. I, I don't understand what, what, what the logic in that is or what's being said on the bench. It just, it just seems that they're not on the same page and they're not connected. And it's just, it, just looks, it just looks all weird from the outside looking in. Mm. To me, as a, to me as a fan, it, it almost looks to me as though uh, the top end of the club want us to get relegated. What are you mm-hmm. for? Yeah. No, yeah. I, I, yeah. You know what? Personally, I think it should happen. I, like, horrible saying it, and I think yeah. a lot oh, of the yeah, Blues yeah. fans, a lot of the Blues fans, will say it, but they mm. won't come out publicly and say. It. I think the club needs to go down and reality, like, have a reality check of yeah. itself, yeah. and I realize do. what they've done wrong to now put it right. Okay. Which is I agree. Problem is, if we do, yeah. if we do drop, I don't think there's any coming back from that. But, that, but then that's where you've got to get the right things in place and, and, and learn from the mistakes that everyone's made. You've got mm. the players as well. Players have got to hold their hands up and, and they can't just jump ship. If you get relegated, they can't jump ship. They've got to stay. They've got to be loyal and they've yeah. got to get the club promoted again. Simple as that. Mm. I think I think, um, I think think that's right, Robbo. And I think we're not on the same wavelength on the pitch or off the pitch. Because like you just said a minute ago, it's just shocking. It's all over the place. And it's actually think- it's disgusting. We- we need somebody who can galvanise the players and, 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 you know, leadership. We're just lacking leadership completely. Uh, Robbo, quick question. Quick question, Robbo. Hmm. Is your tie ironed? Is my tie ironed? <laughs> Is your tie ironed? Are you ready? You're going to whoop some ass. I'm always ready. I mean, room, get in there. I'm, Go and whoop some ass. I've always, I've always said it is that, that I walked away for a reason. I needed a break. My pathway wasn't to the first team. I, I knew that. I accepted it. There was people that were going above me that shouldn't have been going above me. But that's that's their opinion. That's their fault. So you can carry on. So I don't work hard for that for them people that don't work hard to go above me. For me, that's that's not acceptable in football. Is that you have to earn the right? You have to you have to to be that person that deserves a chance to prove a point. And I did. I felt I I deserved a chance to to help the first team in any way possible. So I needed yeah. to move on. I needed to have a recharge. I needed to be with my family and spend some time with them after 22 years. That was that was my thoughts. That was that was me. Now I'm refreshed. I'm recharged. I'm ready to go again. And Robbo, I can tell you now, mate. I can tell you, you never let one single Blues fan down. Not in any game you ever played in. I'll tell no. you that. And these no. are guys here will back me up. And so no. will everybody listening to this tonight. You never ever never. let us down. You gave it no. all, man. 
Yeah. yeah, but you that, gave that, that's my That was my mentality. That was the way. I, that was why I was brought up as a kid. That was my. That was my. Um, it was ingrained inside me. Was to 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 give Ooh. my all. If it wasn't my best, I accepted it. But if if other people's weren't weren't their best, then they wouldn't accept it. I would let them know because you've all got to be on the same boat, the same hymn sheet. You can't you can't have three or four people that are doing their own thing and expect to get away with it. And that's why. I played in successful teams over the years is because we all knew what was the right thing for the football club. And it is, it's all about the football club. It's not about you as people. It's about which yeah. direction do we want the football club to be moving forward? But that's, yeah. but that's every club I've been at. That's, that's just the way I am. That's what's instilled in me. I don't yeah. think I've ever, I don't think I've ever been so happy with an appointment at the start of a season when he first came in to right, end up yeah. being so disappointed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. With the eight yeah. I think we all were. Yeah. 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 I, I, I was pleased. I was pleased. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. no, nah, if you'd have said to me, I'd have felt like this six months later, I probably would have, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have thought it. But mm. it just shows you, doesn't it? I just think our problems delve so much deeper than just the foot, the manager of the team. You know, oh, he's, only been man, here, he's only been here for six months. That man at mm. all got a Middlesbrough team promoted, a Middlesbrough mm. team promoted, mm. right? Mm. If he can do it at Middlesbrough <clears throat> with the resources, he could certainly do it at Blues. Mm. Course, we've got good yeah. players there. When you, when you I mean, come on, we're in the bottom three again. When you look, when you look at the players we brought in as well, they're not, they're not exactly, they're not exactly bang average players, are they? No. I mean, they're proven, they're proven players. I, I know that they're obviously they're getting on a bit, but age, ages, like their ages now, they should be, they should be leading from the front with their experience mm. and their, and their guidance to the other players that are around. Um, you, you just can't put your finger on it because obviously you're not in and around it, so. You, you never really know what the real issues are, and Karanka's for some reason or another has felt it that it's tough. It, it's got tough for him, and yeah, I mean, I, I was just a little bit disappointed with his with his um, after game mm. analysis. It was <coughs> if, I'm, if I'm if I'm a player, if I'm a fan, I'm disheartened by what he's just said. And if that's the case, if that was any other manager at any other football club, they would have gone by now. Yeah. Just thing is, the thing is, that's put us fans, Robbo, completely and utterly rock bottom now. It, we, we feel like, oh, well, I can't, I, I, you, know, you know what? I never stutter. There you go. <laughs> let's, let's, let, let me throw this out there to our viewers and everyone here now. Would we take relegation if we knew it was going to get rid of these owners and the board and, you yeah. know, a complete, a complete rebuild, a complete, Sadly, yeah. you know. Complete reformat and a pre, you know, a club needs to rebuild. In my yeah. opinion, I think it, like Robbo says, it might need to happen. I think, I think, I think we all we all would, Paul. But that leads to the no. next question: who 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 who's going to come in? Well, that's 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 the the begging question. I've got yeah. there's so many yeses coming on the shout box. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a poison um, challenge, isn't it? At the moment, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, you look at you can look at a lot of clubs that have gone down, um, and you know, even in recent years, your Leicester's, your Leeds's, and you know, there's teams in the Premier League, Southampton, that, that have been there recently. Yeah. But, then, yeah. but then there's the worry of doing like a Bolton or a, you know, um, a Wigan. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it is, you have to be careful what you wish for. But at the same time, you know, you want this nightmare to end as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not the worry. I better than there, Paul. Yeah. Uh, I accidentally hit the speaker button on my... On my... Uh, computer, mate. Sorry, but my apologies for that. Yeah, I think I think uh, Richard. I think Richard was just about to come in on that as well. Rich was just yeah, about no, to say was, something. Go on, Rich. Yeah, I was. I was just going to say that you know, it's um, you're just going to have years and years like we have for the last yeah. ten years of the same thing. You know, we need mm. we need a make or break sort of situation. Whether that's relegation, whether that's pushing on, 
we're, we're not going to get in the top six with these owners. No, no, no chance. Not not a chance in hell. So um, is it, Mitch? Right, and to everybody else, have these owners got to go? Have they got to leave they've, our club? They've, they've got to go. They've got to go, but they they won't. That's the problem. Mm, yeah. I would I would settle. I, I would just settle for a new CEO and the same owners. That might change. That might change things. Mm. I don't know, Paul. I think I think I it's rotten. I think at the moment it's rotten. It's rotten from the core, isn't it? Paul, we've had eleven years for this now, mate. Yeah. Mm. I think yeah. we need a clean. Look, don't get me wrong. It, it hasn't all been bad those eleven years, and I love the championship. I do honestly. I really love mm. the championship. Mm. You know, it's it, it's it's blood. It's thunder. It's fast. It, you know, the games come thick and furious, and one thing or another. The away days are brilliant, and and it's just it's just we just need oh just to win something, a game, a, a score a goal, anything, do anything. I don't know. Mm. I think what this is telling me, though, Nick, right, is how massive us fans are. I've never seen a club, like, you know, need their fans at home games as much as us. You know, I watch other, I watch a lot of football and we just fall apart at home without our fans there. And yeah. I think I think the reason them up the road are doing so well is because their fans ain't there. Because, you know, they're obviously their fickle fans ain't there. And our passionate, like, you know, driving fans are, 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 are not at our home games, which is why we're struggling so much. Yeah, but, we, yeah, but when you yeah, but when you look at them when you look at them up the road though, Paul, they've got a manager who's a Villa fan, so he understands yeah. the club. He yeah. knows what, he knows what it's all about. He's got John Terry, yeah. he's got Craig Shakespeare, he's got all English coaches in the background, so yeah. they know they all understand the history of the football club. They also understand the players that they're bringing in are the right players for Aston yeah. Villa football club. Yeah. forward, and that's yeah. what this club needs now. Blues needs, and there's so many great English coaches, young coaches who want to prove a point, like myself, mm. but. Yeah. I ain't going to get that job. I, I'll tell you that now. I won't get the job at Blues because. Would you want it? I would love. I would love the opportunity to prove a point. Listen to him. Listen yeah. to him. But, that, but, but that's, going on, that's that's my that's my passion. That's my drive. That's that's me as a person. That's what. Yes, I might fail at certain things, but it's learning. I'll, I'll learn from them Perfect mistakes. Target. That's what it's all about. But there's other good English coaches out there who are proving their worth with with other football clubs. Who could come and do a good job? We had Gary Rowett, who was a fantastic manager. He was gone. We had Gary Monk. We had Lee yeah. Clark before that. So we've got good English managers that n- know. Mm, yeah. yeah, I've yeah. never seen us do well. Robo, we had Lee Clark on manager. It's gone backwards. Oh, sorry, who's going? Who's going? Go on, I can't see. So who was that? Who's going? Who's that? Go on, Nick. What did you say, Nick? Yeah, we had Lee Clark on the other week, Robo. Yeah. Wow. What a bloke. Yeah, great, fantastic guy. Like What a tough passion. man, I'll tell you what. He was passion. inspirational. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, but that's what he was like behind the scenes the whole time. His energy, his commitment. He, he, he was mentally drained. Like We were all mentally drained because of the great escape with what we did. Yeah. But like you say, he, he talked about them. the first loan players that we had were... They were the core of what he'd imprinted in pre-season. We all knew our roles. We all knew our responsibilities. Um we were clicking as a group. We were we were defensively solid. We were attacking. We were scoring goals. And we knew that, like you say, every time we made a mistake, Lee would let us know, but we'd let ourselves know as well as players. And he had that other thing called passion as well. He booted the, yeah. the, the, the sign yeah. and smashed yeah. his toe. He jumped into the crowd yeah. after the Bolton game. Yeah. yeah. And 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 you know that's that's what Birmingham City fans want. They want they want that. They want a Barry Fry. Richard, what's your thoughts? No, I think I think absolutely right. I, I think I'd take Lee Clark over Karanka, to be mm. honest with you. Mm. 
I think the guy's passion. I mean, when you used to see him, like he he was uh, he was working from early in the morning and you know till late at night and and things mm. like that. And you could you could just see you could just see the passion in him and that he wanted to do. And he's never said a bad thing about the about no, blues I, ever. No, you know? never, never, never. He and, loves the club, know, yeah. He loves yeah. the club, yeah, even yeah. though he's a Newcastle lad, you know. Yeah. You got to remember as well. He was working. He was working on a complete shoestring budget, wasn't he? Yeah, mm. exactly. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. It must have been tough. It must have been. It would have been tough for anybody to manage us at that time, wouldn't it? Yeah. But you, yeah. but you, but you can do that though. You can work on a shoestring budget because he mm. understood the players that he needed to get into Birmingham City Football Club. Yeah. So it's it's not it's not hard if you do you if you do your recruitment properly and you understand that the players want to come to Birmingham City Football Club to play for Birmingham City Football Club, then they're the players you sign. Yeah. Look what yeah. our under twenty threes are doing. Yeah, but there's there's yeah. so many, but there's so many good players out there. But it'd be wrong to put them in this in this situation, though, Nick. Yeah, it's toxic because because as soon as like they start making mistakes, that everyone comes <clears> down. <throat> to them. Yeah, yeah. And, okay, question. Sorry, Robert. Question for you. Yes, hand Rob. on heart. Hand on heart. Do you think Karanka gets the Blues mentality? Because I don't think he does. Watching no. it, watching it from the outside now. No, I don't. I don't think he quite understands. I, I, I really don't know what how he's going to turn it round. I don't. I can't see him. Do you think it's harder for him? It's hard saying it because he's a top manager, like we've all said before. Yeah. yeah. A team like Middlesbrough promoted the way that he did it, and you come to Birmingham with the squad he's got, and they're in the bottom two. They should be nowhere near the bottom two. No way near. Oh, near. No. Robert, what no. do you reckon? Do you, do you blame do you blame the squad of players? Do you blame the coaching staff? Do you blame the manager? Or is it a mixture of everything plus what's going on in the background? Everybody's that's, that's got to be in your mind. Everybody's got to take responsibility. Everybody. You can't, you can't, you point your finger like you you're not doing your job, you're not doing your job, you're not doing your job. Your first person you look at is yourself. You've got right, to get your up. mask on. Yeah. Get your mask on. Right, I'll meet you at the training ground tomorrow, 8 30. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. I'd have to have a COVID test first. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, you'll be more not... than that COVID test. <laughs> I'm just going to say, in all my years going, in all my years going down there, you know, the best managers we've had have been ex-players. Apart from obviously yeah. Alex McLeish. Alex McLeish is the only one really that's done really well that wasn't an ex-player. Yeah. Isn't it all down to motivation? I think he doesn't ooze that sort of uh, persona, does he? That he's he can motivate players. I think he's got a manager. He's got to delegate. He's got to he's got to be there. He's got to pick the pieces up. He's got to he's got to you know give the rockets when they're due. He's got to be the shoulder to cry on when that's needed. He's got to be yeah. and, and everything. And if and and if you can't do that, I don't think you should be in football management. And that squad just looks disorientated. It's just just yeah. it's falling apart at the seams. Yeah. No, you're we're just we're just negative because I'm never negative, Paul. Am I normally? Not really, no. But we are literally collapsing every time we can see the goal, and you know that is worrying. It does worry mm. me. Yeah, yeah. 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 No? All the other teams around us are picking up as well. Um, so yeah, it don't look good, does it? Mm. Mm -mm. Wow. Uh, I, just think if, I just think if nothing changes, then nothing's going to change. No, no, no. No. Just we're just going to carry on like this for the rest of the season and get relegated. We've, we've, yeah. Chris Brown. We've missed about 300 questions, I'm afraid. So Chris we'll, Brown. We'll try and catch up. Yep. Nearly 11 years we've been doing this now. Mm -hmm. And we ain't really... Oh, West Ham 3-0. Oh. And we ain't really in those... Well, 
since we got relegated, we've, we've not had a, a vast amount to shout at. We've had a nice spells, they had good spells, and this something of a, you know, the lads get stuck in. And But, like, it, it, it just seems time after time after time now, new manager comes in and we're sinking. Yeah, It's like, it's so like panic. Nick, Nick, you've just said there, West Ham 3-0. Look at them in fourth in the Premier League with our old owners. Well, they've got our old owners there. I know. Yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> and they nearly got relegated last year, didn't they, West Ham? I know. Yeah. Yeah. Nearly got relegated, so it's it, it can change. I really do hope it changes, fellas, because I, I absolutely love the time at my. Club. I know you do, mate. Absolutely mm. love the club to bits. Like all the clubs. I'm really I'm joking, you man. I really, so, I really do hope that, and I just think it just needs a, a scrappy one 0 win just yeah. to get, get everything going. I mean, it's about winning. Football's just about winning. Yeah, winning the game. Yeah. Doesn't matter yeah. what what style of football you play. It doesn't matter how you get the result. It's about getting the three points. That's all. It, that's all that matters. Getting them three yeah. points, and I think that's what they need to do now. Is that they need to play ugly, or yeah. ugly. I know they're playing ugly, but they need to play uglier that's to all get. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll never forget yeah. what Martin. I'll never forget what Martin Granger said, Robert, when we had him on the show. He absolutely hates the word philosophy. Yeah. And yeah. football is just about having the right players and the right dressing room and the right manager. Mental- what he said. Yeah, yeah. mentality, Paul. Mentality. Yeah. Yeah. Right, I want it. I want it, and I'm gonna have it. Yeah. But players, but players nowadays, players nowadays want to be coached. They want to be coached. They want to understand. They want to know because the game's changing so much. These players need to know more information than they've ever done. Whereas back in those <clears> days, <throat> there was no technology. There was no analysis. <clears throat> now you've got everything, everything in front of you. So you've got to make the most of that. That's what you've got to be using. You right? Why are we making these mistakes? Like as, <clears throat> as, a, as a back four, if I if I'm the defensive coach. I'm putting all the defenders in, and I'm 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 speaking to them and asking them questions about why is this a goal? What, what's going on here? What you what you thinking here? You have a mm. conversation with them, right? We're going to go out on the training pitch and we're going to we're going to do this. We're going to practice it and then see how many goals we can see. I'm going to try and get a few questions in, uh, and I know please, Chris, because my passion is that. passion is running uh, high. Uh, Jerry Gill says. Our club has lost its identity on and off the pitch, lads. Jerry, we had, Jerry, Jerry. We always had a connection, players, staff, supporters, and even our owners back in the day. An understanding of a core value, work ethic, football matters, says mm. says Jerry. I'll just I'll just pinch him off uh, off YouTube as well because it seems to be quite busy on there as well. Um, okay, uh, Robbo, do you believe we would get higher up the table if we played with a bit more creative freedom? I see Karanka and he doesn't even do the basics like pushing full-backs up with wingers. What do you think, Robbo? Yeah, definitely. I, I feel I feel the team the team that's uh, the team of players they've got it, it can be so dangerous in this championship. Mm. I, I, th- I think I said it on a podcast before. When you look at Watford's attacking line, you look at Norwich's attacking line, Bournemouth's, Birmingham's attacking lines up there. With the quality that they've yeah. got, you've got Sanchez, mm. you've got Bella, you've got Juki, you've got Hogan, you've got John mm. Terrell, you've got um, Halovic, you've got yeah. exciting players in your team. You've mm. got you've got players like Pedersen, Maxine, that bomb on. Mm. It's just mm. it's just about having that balance then behind, and it's and it's work. Yeah. Thing is, to, though, you work. can't play one up front in a Birmingham City football team. It doesn't work. It's never worked for us. Right, and you can't put two strikers on, take two wingers off. Fundamental nah. basics, mate. Is it more frustrating as a player, Robbo? You, I'm guessing you've played in a four-four-two and a four-two-three-one, haven't you? I've played in loads of formations. I played like I love, I love three-five-two. That was my, that was my best formation that I played was three-five-two. 
Yeah. Because we could get the overload all over the pitch. Um, but yeah. again, you've got to coach that. You've got to drill that into the team. And they've, got, they've all got to understand it. Every player that plays that, that role has got to understand what their responsibilities are on, on in a formation. But it's any formation. Mm. You can play. You could you could buy. I mean, you just mm. look at Pep's Guardiola's team with, with the players that he buys in. They all buy into what the manager wants. They yeah. might have played other formations at another club, but he brings them into the formation that he knows and he knows he'll get the best out of the players and he drills it into them. Now, now it's fluid. That's all it is. It's fluid because they're mm. used to it. And if he, if they're not doing it, Pep's like, right, get off you go. You're not yeah. what I thought you were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You've, mm-hmm. got, you've, got drill, you've got to drill it into the players and get them to understand this is the formation we're playing. And, and that's been the problem. Crank has, he's changed the team too much. He's changed the formation quite a lot from going to a five, yeah. then to a four, to a, to a one, to a two up top. Then you take the wingers off. It's You've got to have that. The players, well, hold on a minute. What's going on there? Like, what we, what mm. we doing? They're confused. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, like I say, I mean, week after week, it changes for no reason. You know what I mean? It's just... It's baffling at times. It's baffling at times. I've thought, 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 thought on, on our fan cam there, then, Richard. Come on in on that one. Which one? About <laughs> the formation change. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I think... Um, I would imagine if, if you're a player, that it would be very difficult to sort of um, concentrate on what you're doing if, uh, and, and be sort of prepared for a game, you know, um, if you don't know if you're going to be playing from one week to the next, you know, that if you've had a good game last week, I'd imagine a lot of these players don't know if they'll be playing next, you know, the following game or the game mm-hmm. after that or, or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I suppose I was I don't think playing one up front is is the answer. He, he he's more of a he's more of a defensive manager. Uh, correct. Yeah, yeah. You know, I remember um, us, Richard. I remember us doing well with that though with Donaldson up front when Robbo was playing. We did. You know, when we, we had did, the four yeah. two three one under Rowie. But I think the team seemed to move forward more as a unit and move back yeah. as a unit when they were attacking and defending. With, with, yeah. Under Karanka, it seems to be the back line is too far back. Midfield and yes. too deep. Yeah. And and the you know the strikes are left isolated. We've seen it before, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Seen it before. Yeah. Sorry to put in, but even with even with, even with Clayton up front, we still look more of a threat. Yeah, At the moment, we, we're just like a juggernaut with no ideas, and we're just all over the place. And it's just mm. well, just seem to be going the wrong way around a roundabout. Yeah. With that though, with that though, Mark is that uh, Gary Gary had the team programmed to get up and support Clayton. Clayton was never isolated. So. No, when, yeah. When you look at it, we had two wingers in Cots and Magoma. You had Clayton in the box, but you had John Terrell getting in the box as well. And then you had another yeah. midfield player. So it's that that was the way that we had that was the way that we would we were coached, we understood, and we we moved up the pitch together as a unit. That's how that's yeah. how we work together. Mm. So you yeah. can you can play with the one up top, but you've got to get more bodies around to help them. So if you play with Juki yeah. up top there and, and you play with John Terrell. You've got to expect John Terrell to get in and around Juki or, or someone quicker like Alan, like like Halovich. Right, you get yeah. up like Dan Crowley as well. Exciting players who are, and you've got Ivan and you've got Jeremy coming off the wings as well. They're supporting from the outside coming in. And then you've got your fullbacks bombing on on the outside. Then you've got the two centre arse and you've got your two sitting midfield players. Right, you four there, you've got to be the communicators and you've got to be the leaders. Mm. If one of my fullbacks don't mm. need to be bombed on, get him in. Get him back with you yeah. and get him tucked in. So then you've got the three and the two there. It's, it's so not- with that then, Robbo, 
we could simply, because we've got those players, easily go four four two or three five two. We could do it. Yeah, but mm. you got you got to coach it. You got to tell them. Just mm. go on, you're Robert. I don't understand this, then, mate. Right? Does a footballer really need to be told? No, because once the, the only the only times you need to con- is the man management skills. So you, <clears throat> yeah. you need to have a relationship with the players. You can't give them the cold shoulder. You can't expect to not talk to them if they're not in the team. You've got to have you've got to have communication with them mm. and tell them you're not quite just doing this yet. So have that communication with them. Mm. Players respect the manager more if you've got that. Mm. If you don't, if you don't get no word back from the manager, then what what, what am I doing wrong? Because you're not really explaining to me what I'm doing wrong. I don't I don't understand. I'm not in the team. The team's struggling, but yet you're not telling me if I'm doing something wrong. So, like, where, where do I stand? You, you you've always got to be, and there's there's going to be sometimes where you're going to have to be ruthless. But mm. for me, is also when the team's winning, it doesn't change. You keep. Do you think we've lost that ruthlessness? You got to be ruthless. Mm. Do you think we've lost it at the minute? Yeah, I think we've lost that aggression. I think we've lost the Birmingham way of we're always in players' faces. I think it's become nicey, nicey. You have the ball, and I'm not. But then again, you lose a player like Keithton Bell. So what do you expect? Oh uh, yeah, what what what's your yeah. opinions on him going? But when he when he when he left, I was I couldn't believe it. I literally I was gobsmacked that a player with Keithton Bell. Okay, if his contract was up in the end of the season, then so what? If if Keith wants to move on. You keep him at Birmingham City till the end of the season yeah. because he's your heartbeat yeah. in midfield. Mm. Yeah. He brought, he brought the best out of Sunjic as well. Yeah. But then you yeah. got Dave Davis. Dave Davis was there as well. Another player who was sitting in the uh, in the reserves. Yeah. He would run for a brick wall for your teammate. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Touching on... Yeah. Sorry, Robbo. Touching on a minute ago, you said about Crowley. Were you shocked when he went? Would you have kept him around? It was strange. It was a strange decision, but... New managers, I, I totally understand it. New managers bring their own players in and, and they want mm. to play them ahead of the players that are there. So mm. I, I can understand that Halovic was coming in, Dan Crowley, similar players. Okay, you got Johnson <laughs> out there as well. Is Dan naturally a winger? Not, I don't quite think so because he roams no. quite a lot. So for me, More he's better. best position to 10. Mm. And you get the best out of Dan Crowley mm. playing him in his better position, which is that that role. But he had that bronze spirit though, didn't he? Well, mm. he, he knew, he understood. He's from the Maybe, I don't know, like, think about this then, Robert, right? Maybe, is it because, like, us bunch of nutters ain't there, like, giving it all at all, like we do on a Saturday and a Tuesday, no matter what, like, do, 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 do you think they I don't know, I don't know. I know everybody else is in the same boat, but you know what St. Andrews is like when it's on fire. Yeah. Everyone's in the same boat, but flip Birmingham fans, they need the fans behind them. Hmm. The, the team needs Birmingham City fans behind them because they know in a good mood or a bad mood, mate. I'll tell you. It doesn't matter. I used to love playing. I used to love playing with the abuse. I used to love playing when we were, we were up on top and everyone was like cheering. And it's football. You get on with it. Yeah. We, on with have, it. we have bad results. We accept it as a as a. We accept it together. The fans are angry. We're angry. We don't. We yeah, didn't, we, didn't, we didn't. We didn't take it personally. That do you know what? Today wasn't our day. We didn't play well. And we give the opposition maybe just a little bit too much respect. Of course, you don't take it personally. No, it's not personal. Oh, right? not personal. It's, it's passion. It's the badge. It's the colour. It's the fucking stadium. It's everything, Mark. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, I, mean, I, I see. I see the body language on the players. The players look so dejected when we concede, and there's nobody giving anybody a rocket on the pitch, which is what they need. Mm. Not as well, but from the sidelines, just like a little yeah. bit of inspiration from the sidelines, and we can't. You can't just look at eye tour for that as well. I mean, how many coaches no. do you bring in? 
Yeah. yeah. They're all they're all sat behind him. And like I say, they're all in the same the same mannerisms, you know. You see other managers. You see other managers, Mark. You see other assistants. They're on the touchline. If the manager's yeah. not saying it, yeah. look, look at Luton's yeah. manager the weekend. Jones, Who's yeah. Jones, yeah. I just I just I just think at the moment it's just there's just something not right behind the scenes and it doesn't it doesn't just look like it's going to end well. Simple as that. It doesn't. It's not. Uh, and and that's the that's the that's the like the hurting thing for me is mm. is that. Can I can I leave the Zoom call and just go into my bedroom and cry? Guess <laughs> 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 how it makes you feel though. Uh, not, it, it, you just feel rich. I mean, you you're a blues yeah. fan, mate. Yeah, yeah. Man, I tell you what, I've been there since '73. You know, mm. long before you were even born, mm-hmm. and. and uh, I've I've been through the Kumars, I've been through the Wieldens and this, that, and all that. I haven't seen anything as dire as this. Never, no. ever, ever. No. Been I mean, to what well, old Division Three. Yeah, we scraped back out of it. Yeah, we got yeah. to the Premier League. Yeah, we won the Carling Cup. But then all mm. of a sudden we implode again. Yeah, I, I just think that in a lot of, while the while the owners are there, the club's finished. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's going to take a long time to put that yeah. right. You know, when you look at the financial side of it, um, yeah. I don't know. I just I just feel like the club's finished until until that happens, you know, and God knows how long they're going to stay here for because they don't seem to. I mean, I mean, they had an, he had an interview the other day and none of the questions really for, for Dong were, in my opinion, Asked or answered, no. you know what I mean? No. Um, no, no, no. Bring him on here. I'll ask him the question. What's the ambition? Mm-hmm. What's the ambition? What's the, you know, the long term plan? You know, the game, yeah. club, yeah. there's, there's nothing. It's just. Oh. No, no, I, I, think that, I think that interview was all wrong. I think. I think Chris we, Brown. We were, to, we were totally left out on that. Chris, totally. I want Craig Courtney to get Mr. Wren on the show, oh. right? And I ain't going to funny about like Radio West Midlands do or anybody else. I will ask him and Paul will ask him and Mark will ask him yeah. and you will ask him the questions that we as fans need and want answering. Can I ask him? It's, yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's, it's not that he's going to answer. It's not, it's not that he's going to give us the answer we want. But Chris Brown. We can give him a question. Have, as of this moment in my life, once again, stopped eating Chinese food. That's it. I'm having no more. <laughs> I'm having, I'm having no, I don't want no Chinese food, mm. no prawn crackers. You can stick your wang tong. I don't want nothing. I right? prawn crackers, though. I'll take the room. <laughs> I do like the spare ribs, though. Oh, I'm me. I had some on Saturday. But I'm not, no, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to resist. No, no, I'm off. I want everybody, every Birmingham City fan, <laughs> to boycott Chinese food. <laughs> you can't say that. <laughs> 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 oh god, we've just gone off. Here. Of course, it's tongue in cheek, you know that. Yeah, of course, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I said I said to Richard at the start of the show before we well, at the start before we came live. You know, we're both and, and anybody older than us as well, and just a little bit younger is honoured to have seen us play in the Premier League, finish ninth, yeah. win the league, win the league cup. Yeah. You know, win yeah. the Carling Cup, and, and 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 I genuinely don't think the way it's going. I'm ever going to see my life. I'm 42 now. Am I ever going to see us any better than that in my life than what I've already seen? I genuinely <laughs> no. don't think I am. Nor me. Nor me. <laughs> um, Richard has just asked, um, do you have the money to buy us out? Um, <laughs> Robbo. <laughs> <laughs> We've probably got a That's in my kid's pension, that is. Not talking about. <laughs> 
Well, <laughs> hang on, the, the Tilton Road's falling to bits, the cops falling to bits. It's only going to cost six pound eighty-three. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, Pete, <laughs> Pete Taylor says you're making mess. you're making him hungry so, now. Uh, yeah, Robbo, let's have a chat about your time with us anyway. You signed originally for a, was it four? Was it a month? Month, month, yeah. month. Yeah. Amazing, weren't it? Really, how it all Pretty finished deep. up and how long you was with us. Yeah, it was it was just weird because I didn't have a club when I left Bolton, so it was um so I was training by myself. I had trials, so clubs clubs were like offering trials and not obviously wanting to sign you, considering where you'd been and what you'd done. Um, yeah. clubs were still like, no, we just need to look at you and and see what you like. Uh, so yeah, I was going in on trials at football clubs, and um, yeah, it just wasn't it wasn't happening for some reason. Um, yeah. So, yeah, then I started training by myself, uh, just going around long runs around the lanes. And then um, Danny Dicchio, who I played with at West Brom, was out in Toronto. So he called me and he said, Robbo, look, the manager wants to have a look at you. Can you come out for five days? Um, he said, we'll, we'll, we'll bring the family out as well, just so they can have a look around the place. So I took, I took my wife and I took the two eldest boys out with me. And we had a look around. It was lovely. The training, training was like facilities were amazing. Um, and it, and it was, yeah, it was going, I couldn't play in any games, so I just trained. Um, and then obviously it came to the end of the, the trial and the, they sort of offered me a contract, but it just wasn't, I just, I just wanted to be in England. I just wanted to, to stay, like my loyalties had been all through my English career was playing through the leagues and enjoying the, the, like the competitiveness of the, of the divisions. And I, and I just didn't feel it was right to go over there and, and what they were offering as well wasn't suitable for the family. So I just came back and I just trained again by myself. And then Clarky called me just out of the blue because um, loads of defensive injuries. Yeah. Like, Can we come in and have a look at you, Robbo? And I was like, yeah, no problems, Lee. So, yeah, just came in and, and, and it went from there. Yeah, month to month, obviously making a debut against Brighton and winning 1-0. And, yeah, I was, yeah. Just, I was just fitted in because obviously David Murphy was out with a knee injury. Um, mm. And I was just basically the stopgap for that until he was fit. And then... Uh, and then whatever would be, would be. So, yeah, and then obviously Clarkey said, no, you're getting another month, and then another month happened, and then it turned to the end of the season, and then it went from there, eight mm. years on. Yeah. Did you, did yeah. you know Clarkey before yeah. that? Only, I only played against, well, just from playing against Clarkey over the years. Um, oh. and it was funny because I had a phone call with him when I'd left Bolton in the summer, um, and he was sort of like, we were having a chat, and he said, look, Rob, he said, I'd love to bring you in, but we've obviously got David Murphy. You're not really going to play in front of him. And then I've got Mitch Hancock, a young lad coming through. Mm, so mm. He, he was always honest with me. Lee was always honest. And it was like, nah, that's fair mm. enough. Brilliant. Um, but he said, but if anything changes, I'll, I'll keep in touch. And then all the injuries happened and he gave me a call. So it went from there. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Not that I like to see a player get injured, but I'm, 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 I'm dead glad you did spend some time with us, mate, because it was... Cracking, superb. Yeah, um, Richard, uh, but, tell us all about yourself then for two minutes. Oh, yeah, go on, what? Richard. you're on what? Fancam. What's on, that? Richard. What What do you want me to talk about? The blues? Oh, did, did talk about you, talk about you, <laughs> yes. okay. Tell us about did yourself. Try to <laughs> I.e., who are you? <laughs> <laughs> who's, your favorite, who's your favourite ever player? Oh, God. Um, favourite ever player? There's probably been a few, to be honest. Probably um, in the... I don't say Robbo because he's sat there. Probably, yeah. Probably, there's probably a few, to be honest, from different eras. Probably Dugarry and Full Self in the Premier League. Mm. Yeah, um, great Jose, times. Jose Dominguez from the, the old third division. 
Mm. Um, you know, I think the front three of Furlong, Adibola and Undlove were fantastic for us you know, in, oh, the, yeah. in the late 90s. Awesome. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you played against all these, Robbo, didn't you? For, for Watford yeah. and Baggies? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who was the best? Who was the best player you ever played? Who was the best player you ever played uh, against for us? So when you played against yeah, us, who was the well, best Peter, player you ever played Peter Unlove was definitely up there. Peter Unlove yeah. was. Yeah, Jeff, fast for Jeff Billy was, was always a he was always a threat when he big Jeff. Oh yeah. Yeah. So Jeff, um, there was there was like you say you've had so many good players over the years. Um, Barry Ferguson. Yeah. yeah. Just, just so many good, good players. M- Mikel Fussell, obviously, I didn't play against him when he was at Blues, but then I played, I played with him at Leeds when I went on loan. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I always used to play against him, and yeah, I mean, what, a, what a great guy. I mean, and a, and a finisher, great finisher, oh, great Super. player. Kev Phillips, yeah. one mates of as well. Kev Phillips was a great player for Blues oh. when he over the years. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. loved him. Yeah, yeah. And Stan Lazaridis, what a winger he was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh god, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was yeah. a he was a he was a nightmare to Mark as well. Mm. He was just so direct. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So Richard, back to you for a minute, mate. Um, we do we, as as fan camp. We need yeah. to know all about you. Uh, who are you? What do you do? Uh, we want your bank details, your PIN number. <laughs> <laughs> you won't get much out of that. Rich, he ain't joking. Um, he ain't joking. Yeah, I know. It's all right. <laughs> uh, so start from the beginning. You've been a Blues fan since? Um, probably. Well, I was born in 1979. Um, I've been a Blues fan probably since 1991. Yeah, yeah. Um, since the the Leyland Daft Cup final, that was the first game game I ever saw live. And no, when, when, yeah, yeah. Really, um, man. Oh, my, what a day! What a day! What a fantastic day! And I was hooked after that. And the first game I saw at St Andrews was against um, Watford, nineteen ninety two, um, mm. and it was a two two draw. And I think Paul Furlong scored twice. Uh, John Frame scored. Paul Pesciolido scored. It was a good game. It was a good game. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I've like loved, loved the. Um, I remember going to the Blues Villa game 93 94 in the. Uh, 10 pound fine. 10 sorry, pound fine. Sorry. You said the word. We told you. That's no why you want my pin number in it. That's why you want my bank details in um, Okay. Blues and, you know, them lot down the road. The, the uh, what was it? The Coca Cola Cup, wasn't it? Second oh, round, yeah. first yeah. leg. Yeah. Mm. Um, what a night that was! But I remember yeah, it well. Yeah. Brain is yeah. penalty. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was behind that. I was behind that. Yeah. So where where do you sit now then? So that when you get when we get back to St Andrews, all your uh, all your listeners tonight will recognise you from fan camp and complete and completely, and completely ignore you. They will all they will all buy <laughs> you a pass. Yeah, they'll completely ignore you, average. Um, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Well, that's if the Tilton's still there and they have fell down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably up in the tilt, up in the Tilton corner, mate. Usually, so. Right. Okay. So it's Tilton Cop Corner. Yeah. Yeah. Cop Corner. Right, yeah. Next time we're down, then we'll look out for you, bud. Yeah. Absolutely, <laughs> mate. Nice. Yeah. Lovely. Sweet ass. And uh, if ever you ran bar eight before the uh, before the start of the game, we're always in there. Uh, just just walk into bar eight, turn right. Wonderful group of disabled supporters there. My absolutely lovely, lovely friends. Uh, from Accessi Blues, and uh, we always stand, have a quick pint and a chat and a laugh and. Uh, you know, we may have to stand two metres apart, but, you know, you can still throw a glass further than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick, Nick, I've been, right. asked, I've been, I've been asked to say that um, Lillian had a great 100th birthday. Oh, man, what, what a response. And to say thank you to everybody. 
Do you know how many cards she got? No, I think it was in the ten, thousands. It was in the thousands. thousands wasn't it? it was in yeah. the thousands. Ten, ten and a half thousand, yeah, I think. Yeah. I'd got, look, I live 60 mile away from Brumham. People in my own town were sending on. Mm. How nice is that? That's, How lovely. that's what fantastic. that's what the blues family. Right, Robbo, just to let you know, Lillian was a hundred last week, yeah. Yeah? yeah. And she is the last in her complete family line. So there is nobody after Lillian. She's got no sisters, no brothers, no children, grandchildren, etc. 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 And she was a hundred. So obviously she wasn't going to get many cards. So this young lady put a, a request out and sent us a message saying, you know, can you put a request on the show that, that we could send uh, Lillian a card? And, well, I messaged the girl back. I said, Bab, you better make sure your postman's got strong arms. <laughs> thousands <laughs> upon thousands of cards. Brilliant. What is an absolute wonderful fan, response. Sorry? Is she a big Blues fan, is she? Uh, I, I did, do you know what? I didn't even bother. I don't, I don't think she's a football fan. I don't think no, she was. No, no, I don't think she was. I didn't even bother checking it out. Yeah. I think it was the fact that touched us like, was it... Was it She's the last in the line, if you know what I mean. Mm. Oh, and uh, if you look, if you look back at your lineage, yeah. you're if you're the last in the line, then you have come from man's creation right way back then to now. You know, and that's it. It stops at that. Mm. It stops at that. And 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 for fans and and random people and. Lots of other people did a tremendous job in uh, in getting that lady a hundredth birthday that she well deserved. God bless her. God bless yeah, her. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't had over a thousand cards since Valentine's Day, nineteen ninety nine. You did. <laughs> it's a shame you sent them all to yourself, isn't it? <laughs> can you, Nick? Yeah. Can you explain your wrist injury, please? Yes, I can. Right. Um, as you can see, I've damaged myself, ladies and gents. Uh, I fell over. I was not drunk. I wasn't drunk. It was I midday. Believe, I don't believe that. <laughs> exactly. I've exactly. got a mask on and I could you know, that little bit of vision that you lose at the bottom yeah, of your yeah. eye. Yeah. I didn't realise there was a curb there. And I went down the curb and believe me, I went down that curb. Yeah. Uh, I was perfectly OK till after my dinner, had a bath. Had a little nap, woke up, and my oh. goodness gracious me, the pain was off the scale. So I cr I've, I've cracked two bones, one in my top of my little finger, the bottom of my little finger, and one in my top of my thumb. And uh, I came home and a certain individual started laughing. Yeah. I wonder who that was. Oh, so, oh, so yeah. You wonder who it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> now I said to her, listen to this, boys and girls. I said to her, look, do not laugh at me. God's on my side at the moment. Yeah. Da 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 da. The following day, she fell down the stairs. And we're all laughing. Some live, can we do some live questions now? There's a few <laughs> yeah, okay. for you, Robert. Nick, hasn't she got something to do in the kitchen? Yeah. Carry on. <laughs> Ray Hobro's asking, oh. Ray, oh. Ray, Ray asking you, what was your favourite pair of boots to wear over the years? Well, I used to love the old Puma Kings, the the oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, the tongue, white tongue over. Yeah, yeah, I remember them. <laughs> Lovely pair of boots. And then, yeah. I, and then I went to Adidas, so Adidas, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Paul, I've got a question that came in earlier today, and he's just, re just reminding me, have I asked it yet? And I said, no, I haven't. So, okay, uh, I want to post a question to the question. As a captain of a side, is it your job to go in front of the media? The captain re represents the community you are playing for, in my opinion. George Friend should be the captain. He has the guts to speak out to us Blues fans, and I respect that. People like Dean, Peds and Roberts should have left the clubs years ago. So what he's asking is, is should the captain be coming forward and, uh, you know, in front of the media and explaining? 
Why the crap? The, captain, the captain. The captain's normally the one who um, the one who like has to do all the the media side of it. But yeah, yeah. I, I believe that it should be rotated for everyone. I think all the players should be should be able to do it because it, like you say, it shouldn't be just one person all the time because you do get sick and tired of hearing your own voice all the time. Mm. And saying if you, you do when you're on when you're on the camera, you feel like you're saying the same thing all the time. And it's if you mm-hmm. if you just rotate it with different players, then at least the fans are having a connection with every single player that's doing the interview. Mm. Yeah. I don't get because my voice. I've been DJing since 1976. And also, who was Robbo's best mate in the Blues squad whilst he was there? And, and who was the jo- who was the biggest joker at the Blues? Who's that from, Paul? That's from Sam Mullet. Thank you. No, the biggest the biggest joker was definitely Paul Caddy's. Caddy was the he was the biggest joker. Um, he, he used to have a, like a laugh and a joke and play a few pranks. Um, but no, I got on with everyone. I, I, I tried to make everyone my mate. Yeah, mm. sometimes it, it was never going to happen because everyone's different. But I wanted to get on with every single one of the players. Um, that was my job as well as captain was to, to to take the leadership and take the ownership in, in making everyone welcome. So yeah, I used to I used to love spending loads of time with all the lads. Good crack. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Mark Johnston's asking, what was it like from where you were stood looking at the away end when Caddy scored? Can you give us oh, any recollections? Yeah, it was, it was crazy. I mean, just... Just to see the atmosphere like go it explode the way it did. I mean, it, it's it's what the blues fans are all about, isn't it? That's what that's what they bring. That's what they bring to the party, as I call it. Because yeah. win, lose or draw, they're always right behind you. No matter what, they get right behind you and they're seeing their arts out until the last minute. So well, yeah, quick, quick one from me then, Robbo. What was the atmosphere like at that Fulham game? The Fulham game? Yeah. Well, my, my last game that I asked, yeah. yeah, that was that was um that was totally different. That was that was obviously, yeah. I mean, I cried my eyes out when I when I got home. Um, it's just yeah. an emotional, emotional day to to know yeah. that's your last ever professional football game that you're going to play. And yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it was it was a fantastic opportunity. And Gary Monk, I mean, he didn't need to do what he did, but he did, and it was it was he did, yeah, and credit to him. And yeah. you know what? You did it in front of the Tilton, the cop, yeah. Yeah. the main stand, everyone. Yeah. Well, what I call the railway stand, it's the, the Gilmerick stand, mm. right? And I was there with two generations of my family, my son, two of my sons and my granddaughter, right? So that's three generations I've stood there watching. The only issue I had was I couldn't hear what you were saying uh, when, when you did your speech. And uh, I have caught up with that since. And you know what? The power and the emotion and the, and the, and the love that you had for our club while you was there. And it is our club. It's everybody's club. It's Richard's club. Mm-hmm. It's Mark's club. It's Chris's club. It's Paul's club. It's everybody that's listening's club on here tonight. And Robbo, it's your club because you're a part of it and you know mm-hmm. that. But to, to come out that day and, and we needed that win against Fulham and we got it and we got it at St Andrews and we got it in style and we said goodbye to our team captain. Bang. What a day. What a memory. Super. Great day. Great day. Not, not, not nice to say goodbye to the team captain, Paul, but you know, yeah. the memory's there, isn't it? Yeah, no, no, yeah. yeah, it was a it was a great day, and it was a great way for you to retire, wasn't it? And, and and you know, great great way to finish. Yeah, well, no, I couldn't have asked for a better um, a better send off. That was a tough year for me. That was in the sense of is that I still felt that I could give a lot. Um, I was sort of pushed down the coaching road when I really wasn't thinking about that. That wasn't my that wasn't my goal. Um, I know oh. that I love doing the bits and pieces of coaching when I needed to do it, but that was it needed to be on my terms. I didn't yeah. want people making decisions for me because at the end of the day, oh. it's their decision to make. It's mine. Yeah. yeah. And I just felt that I was like 
pushed into a little bit of a corner of, right, you're going to go on the coaching side of it. Again, great experience for me. I loved it, but it's not how I wanted it to be. And I wanted to, mm. I wanted to carry on playing until I knew that my legs would, was enough, was enough for me. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, when, when obviously when Gary came in then, my first, my first um, knock on the door was to him and saying, look, I'm still a player, Gary. I'm not a coach. Mm. My love is to still play. I, I feel great and I want to help you out as much as I can to get us out of trouble. And he put me straight back into training. He went, Robbo, get, get your training kit on. You're going straight back into training. He didn't involve me uh, until the last game of the season. But what he did was he gave it. He, he gave me my opportunity to say goodbye the right way. That's what he did. Yeah, that's yeah. your decision as well, don't it? You know what I mean? When you stop something, right, as long as it's within your control, yeah, yeah you stop something, it's got to be at your time when you know that you've done all you can, your time's yeah. up. You know, yeah. if, you, if you do any more, you're probably going to injure yourself beyond belief or something. Mm. But another question I've got for you, right? As a person, right, just as a human being, take away the fact that you're a professional footballer, you've been on TV, you've done this, you've done that. Take all that away. But as a humble, humble person, and you're stood on that football pitch doing your job, it's all you're doing is your job, you're at work, yeah? Yeah. What... Is it like when thirty thousand people are shouting "Robbo, Robbo, Robbo"? <laughs> it gives you goosebumps. It's, 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 it's just a surreal feeling. I get that, mate. Honestly, I promise you. Yeah, it's uh, it, it is. It, it's like you, you don't expect it as a kid. It was when I was growing up. That was what I wanted to do. That was my mm. job. But then, like you say, when every club that I went to, I wanted to leave an imprint of me in that football club, and that was to understand the club, to understand the fans of what they wanted. And, and for me, as the player, was to give my all. That was that is all I wanted out of my life. That was it. And and to be a normal guy. That's that's who I that's who I still see myself as is now. He's not not that footballer. I see myself as just a normal human being who, who's like everyone else who wants to go. Yeah, we, we, I mean, we do, mate. That's why we talk to you like we yeah. do. You know, I'm so, yeah. no like, you know, just fans. We're just four or five blokes in a room, and and you know. I'm talking to you. You're Paul Robinson. You're talking to me. My name's Nick. We're having a conversation, mate. That's what it's all about, isn't it? You know, but that special moment when it's your name and as you know, you you you've just performed that one ultimate part of that game, and then the whole yeah. place erupts with your name. That must be absolutely yeah. astounding. I can hear everybody yeah. shouting, "Spoolie, spoolie, spoolie!" All of them. No, 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 they're not. No, no, they're not. They're not. They're, they're shouting something similar, but it's not that. No. <laughs> Robert, we had a nice, uh, nice comment earlier from Kevin Tomlinson thanking you for signing his uh, portrait. Oh yes, um, oh yeah, Kev. Yeah, he brought the artwork into the training room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah he, just, he just said, you know, can we thank you for him because he was very grateful. Yeah, I'll raise money for his charity. Yeah, no, my pleasure. That's nice, isn't it? Fantastic, that was. Yeah. Brilliant. Going back to the uh, the media side of stuff, Paul. Did you enjoy that? Because some players, I'd imagine, would roll their eyes and think, "Oh God, here we go." But did you sort of embrace it, and, and you know. Yeah, I love it. I love it because I love I love the analysis side of the game. I like watching games. I like um, breaking it down bit by bit. Right, what's wrong? What's right? Just, just you always. That's my brain. That's the way my brain works. My brain's always, always been in that. I mean, that was what I did when I was with the twenty threes. It was right. How can I get these group of young kids to understand winning? What, what's the winning feeling? Like, where, how far do you want to go in your careers? What do you want to do right? Yes, there's going to be some wrongs, but we'll learn from them. I used to just study games. The opposition that was coming up was right. How are we going? How are we going to beat these? So yeah, when when I, obviously when I'm doing the media stuff, it's just it's great because you, you you're observing games and you and you're just giving your honest opinion. That's all it is. It's, mm. it, it, it's 
like you say, you don't mean any harm by it. It's just what you see. Yeah, you don't want to offend people, yeah. No, but I don't care if I offend people because it's... Hey! Just, like, like you say, it's football. Everyone has an opinion. People opinion, yeah. people offended me when I was playing, but I never took it I never took it to heart, obviously. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, Robbo. I'll put my poorly hand up and say I probably did. Yeah, right, hey, <laughs> that's, you know that's, what? That's, I'm not being funny, it's, right? Everyone's done. Everyone's got their, everyone's got their, their right I'm, to opinionate. I'm part of 20-odd thousand people... 25,000 people, yeah, watching my football club. So I'm part of a team. I'm part of that team of people, mm. right? And my opinion's mine. It ain't always right. Mm. Oh, hang on. Mm. <laughs> no, <it> ain't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know what? If you give somebody some criticism, two minutes later, you're lauding them. Mm-hmm. You know, mm. it's yeah, like, yeah, it's absolutely just, true. It's, it's, it's like, emotions, isn't it? The emotions of the game. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah, true. yeah. That's true. That's true. And I get yeah, very. Yeah, yeah. I used to be my biggest critic. I used to do so. If I played a game and everyone was like, "Oh, Robbo, you was amazing today," I wouldn't. I would still go home and watch my performance and think, ah, "I could have done that a bit better," because mm. that was just me. I that's just good. I analysed my own my own game and how I could have been better for my teammates. What I could that's have been. Better. That's, that's that's man management. That's your own personal management, isn't it? Yeah, that's but that's me. That's my drive. I wanted to be a perfectionist in what I did, and it was mm. never going to be. It, that was never going to happen because you don't. You make mistakes. That's normal. But it's how do you well, react to mistakes? I'm a professional barber. I, I reckon you should take up professional beard trimming, mate. To be honest with you, you know what I mean. If you want to be the best. <laughs> <of> the best. <laughs> Chris, oh, Chris should we do? Um, should we do the U? Ooh. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No problem, so what are we yeah. doing now, Robbo? We've got um, an ex-player. Um, Chris is going to play. A little clip of him talking. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've got to guess who it is. Now, the clue is Robbo has played with him. So, if, Robbo, I don't if you know. get it, it's, it's for our viewers only to get it. But if you get it, Robbo, tell us the first letter of his surname. First letter of his surname? Yeah, uh, if you know who it is, yeah. Okay, we all ready? Yeah. Right. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. It was under difficult conditions, uh, but you know we have to work on these conditions because it could be like that in the first game of the season. So, yeah, no, it was another good workout and another good win. Mm. We go again, Chris. Do it once more. Yeah. Fan of any age, probably in their top five, I'd say. Yeah, absolutely extraordinary night. What are your memories of it generally? Well, I oh, hang that's on, that's the wrong yeah. one. It was under difficult conditions, uh, but you know we have to work on these conditions because it could be like that in the first game of the season. So, yeah, no, it was another good workout and another good win. I was listening to that and thinking, who the hell's this? Did you hear that, Robbo? Yeah, I could hear it. Yeah. Mm. Any ideas? Mm. Mm. Oh, somebody's got it. Somebody's got it. Somebody's got it. Wow. Somebody's got it already. already. Mm. The voice. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, let, 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 yeah, someone's got it. Yeah, absolutely spot on. Charlie, Charlie, Charlie Joyner's got it. But Robbo, mm. any ideas? No. We'll give it him no? one more time. One more time. We'll give it him one more time. Go on. Yeah. yeah. It was under difficult conditions. Uh, but, you know, we have to work on these conditions because it could be like that in the first game of the season. So, yeah, no, it was another good workout and another good win. I ain't got a clue. Come on, Robbo. I've played with this player. Yeah. <laughs> you probably roasted him a couple of times. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, how bad this? I should know this, didn't I? I'm going to kick myself, aren't I? Am I going to kick myself? Yeah. Um, yeah, probably. Do you want me to tell him? Go on. Go on, then. Where's Thomas? Where's Thomas? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I would have it. Wouldn't have got it. Uh, Paul, we're running a bit late tonight. Can you do you 1 to 11, bud, please? Oh, yeah, so what I've asked Robbo to do is, uh, I mean, obviously, Nick, Chris, if you can put it up on the screen to remind us, Robbo was on the show just over a year ago with Tommy, if everyone remembers. 
and he did his 1-11 to then for Blues. So I've asked him to do a 1-11 to of the best players that he's played against with his in his career. If we do that quickly, Robert, then we can do the alternate Blues 1-11 to as well. Yeah, so what you want me to name my 11 that I've played against now, yeah? Yeah, yeah. so the best 11 that you played against in your career first, yeah? Yeah, so in goal would have been David Seaman. Right, back, right back would have been Gary Neville. Left Ooh. back would have been Ashley Cole. Centre-halves would have been Yap Stam and Rio Ferdinand. Then a midfield three of Roy Keane, Steven Gerrard and Paul Scholes with Alan Shearer, Ronaldo and (laughs) Ryan Giggs. That's a £7 billion team, isn't it? That's worth worth more than the city of Birmingham. (laughs) That's a a decent championship team, that is. Yeah, it is. That could could do well in the Europa League, that team, I think. (laughs) If you are, it is. The manager was Sir Alex Ferguson. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there'll, be a, there'll be another seven minutes on the end of every game. They play as well, then. <laughs> and a penalty. Um, yeah, so we've got we've got your first 11 that you chose um, yes. on the show, on the screen now, just to remind everybody. So what's your second 11, then? If, you, um, if all these players were injured, what would be your second choice 11, then? So my second choice would have been Tommy Kuzak in goal. Yeah. Uh, right back, Jonathan Spector. Left yep. back, Jonathan Grounds at left back. Yeah. Centre halves would have been Stevie Caldwell and Carl Bartley. Yeah. Then again, a midfield three of Keith Dumbell, the the machine. So Keith Dumbell and David Davis sitting with John Terrell in front of them, playing yep. off playing off Shea Adams up top. And then, yep. and then the wide men of David Cottrell and Jax Magoma. Blimey, blimey, blimey. So is that is that is that a better team than what we've got now? That is. Yeah. Mark, Mark, what do you think? I'd say so. I'd say, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think there's more, obviously... mm-hmm. more goals in that. Yeah. Okay, manager, right. Manager, Paul Robinson. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Gary I'll Gary one in here. Manager, manager, sorry, Robert. Gary Rowett, yeah? Gary Rowett was a manager, yeah. yeah. I'll chuck one in here, Paul. That well, second 11 team, yeah. right? Some very good names. But I honestly believe that we've got Equally as good quality players now, but we're not getting what we need out of them. Absolutely. Yeah, but that, these these were players that I played with. So yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah 100% the players that are there now are capable of a top 16, being in the top six. In my eyes, anyway, that's 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 my eyes there with what I'm saying. At least in the top six with or just outside with, with the squad you've got. Obviously, depending on injuries throughout the season and suspensions... Mm. But you've got some great young lads there that can come in as well. So you've got Caelan Boyd Munts, you've got Ryan Sturt, you've got so many Geraldo Badrami, the defender, Odin Bailey, who's out on loan. Again, quality young players that maybe need to run in the team as well just to get them up and going with championship football. Charlie Lakin, who's up in Scotland. Mm. But it's like it's a while ago, though. Would you want to bring them back into this toxic environment? And it is, that's, it, that's as it is at the minute. We all, we all know it is, right? All fans know that it's a toxic environment at the moment. I, I just I just think if 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 like you're saying if the clubs knowing full well where, where they're gonna be next year then you you've got to just go with the youth you've got to give them that opportunity then towards the end mm. to prove a, to prove that they are worthy whether they're gonna be championship players for next year or whether they're gonna be League One players. You've got not to- losing eighty but it's Chelsea two Newcastle nil. Okay. Mm. We lost Richard, by the way. We have, so, yes, he's, he's, got, he's disappeared, Richard. Sorry, yeah. can I just ask Chris a quick question, Paul? Sure, can. Yeah. 
Why have you got a mirror on your wall? A mirror? <laughs> well, I haven't why got a mirror. Got a mirror? Well, you can't you see. Know, you can't... You've got a mirror on your wall. Yeah, I moved it. I moved it. Used to be on the ceiling. Not pantomime. It used to be on the ceiling, so you know. <laughs> does Does Alan know that? <laughs> Who's that, Robert? She, behind you, twenty two. Twenty two behind you. That was. Um... That's my twenty two years as a professional footballer. Oh the, yeah. Yeah, the blue oh, uh, got me the shirt, and they, they signed it from like like you say the end of season. Do I, I was handed that? Oh, fantastic. Yeah, so that was a lovely touch by all the players, yeah, and the management staff, so really nice. Well, do you know what, Ken? If every single supporter there could have signed it as well, we would have done. Mm-hmm. I think you did. You are all drunk as well. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, what, now or then? Nick, drunk, never. Robbo? Yes? Are you, were you one for keeping shirts? Have you got a load of shirts, you know, kept or... He's lost one of them. He's behind me up there, look. Yeah, look. Yeah, I know, yeah. Uh, um, no, I... I, I Sort of, I keep the shirts that I treasure, the ones who the players I played against because I get them all framed. Mm-hmm. Um, but not, I normally give my shirts away to sort of charities and people who, um, like my family, my family members who want them. Like my son, yeah. walks around, my son walks around, my eldest son walks around my old Watford shirt that I used to play in. So, <laughs> okay, so we- here's a question for you then, kid. We are raising a lot of money this year and we've done very, very well so far, even through lockdown and people have been so generous. Have you got anything we can have for our charities? We're raising money for PTSD, Birmingham Homeless, Jeff Horsfield um, Foundation and Paul Devlin's Annie Fund. So those are our four chosen charities. Um, I think we sent something like £1,000 off to the PTSD charity not so long ago, did we not? Yeah, I think we've... And we've just done one for Jeff's as well. We've, we've done yeah. A, took, so, uh, have, have you got anything we can yeah, auction, yeah. Robbo? Yeah, so if you have got anything... I'll try and find some stuff, yeah. Top anything, man. Anything. Yeah. Okay, either anything. get in touch with Chris, uh, Craig Courtney, sorry, or Chris Brown. And, Craig, and, uh, Craig's and the probably the one. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what, it'll be a blessing. Just take Paul's one off his off his ball. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, bet, I bet Paul stalked you for that for months, didn't he? Oh yeah, I bet he was following you everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> following, texting, flip me, he's my shadow. Paul's my shadow. <laughs> like Gary Radnap stalking a new player. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, just, dude. just, just going back to that shirt behind you. Um, Paul Gill says. Is the 22 the number of changes Karanka does between matches? Oh, harsh. <laughs> harsh. Mm. Oh, Gil. Oh, dear me. Who would you say, Robbo, who would you say was the most underrated player you played with the Blues? Underrated? Oh, yeah. Um, Andoy? <laughs> 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 he was a beast. He was a beast. I would, I would definitely say uh, Chris Burke. Yeah. Mm. Chris Burke. Yeah. Was, a, mm. was an outstanding winger, player, uh, guy as well. Clayton Donaldson was very underrated for all of his work rate that he put mm. in for the team. Yeah. yeah. Michael Morrison, another one who was very underrated. Mm. Yeah. Never replaced him. There's some players There's some players there that have gone that maybe shouldn't have gone for the money that they did. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's, there was... There, there, but, but Birmingham's like that, isn't it? There, there, there's players underrated because of the work yeah. they do. They're underrated mm. players. Yeah. Mm. There's, there was yeah, players that I played with. I was lucky enough to play with some good players when I came in, like Wade Elliott, Steve Caldwell, Curtis Davis. So, like, a real good group of lads. I, obviously, I was gutted I didn't get the chance to play with David Murphy as much because of the player he was, and Stephen Carr was injured. But, mm. again, good, good lads. Great, great lads to be around. As well. Yeah. All characters, every single one of them. Yeah, all characters, yeah. You're still, yeah. still in touch with them, Robert? 
I still, I still speak to him every now and then, yeah. Like, Kari, yeah. obviously, he's in Spain. Yeah. Um, Dave Murphy, um, I think he's doing some, like, scouting work now. Uh, Curtis, I spoke to Curtis last week to catch up with him, see how he was doing. So obviously he snapped his Achilles, so I just wanted to check that he was all right. Mm. So yeah, all, all the players, I, I still try and keep in touch with them as much as I can. Oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah, that's yeah he was a great, great centre off. He was when he Curtis Davis for us. Yeah, he was. I tell you, I tell you, was as well underrated. He's just come to me now, and Blues never saw the best of him. Was Darren Ambrose? Yeah, yeah, bro, yeah, yeah. Good play. Did he come from Spurs? Was it? It's no, Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace. What a great guy he was. I mean, he was so unlucky with injuries. It was just, he was just like, whatever he did, he seemed to get injured. But what a player and what a guy he was. Mm-hmm. I, I, I suffer the same, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> That's why my Super 6 is down again. It's the only sport I can play for. Who <laughs> <laughs> had the best and worst tasting music as well, Robert? Oh, gosh. Don't get me started on that. Oh, there was a few. Flip me. <laughs> it just, I can't stand, I can't stand slow music being in the dressing room. Oh, for me, yeah. it's like, if I'm, if I want to get fired up for a game, it's got to be like pumping. Like it's got to yeah. be tunes mixed, dance mixed, house yeah. mixed. Got to get mm. me going for a game. As soon as someone turns the, um, like this sort of slow music on, then I'm just, I'm off, I'm out, I'm out the room. I'm, I'm putting <laughs> an incredibly funny I'm not, story. A couple I'm not, of weeks I'm ago. Hang on, I'm not going out to kiss my opponent, so I'm going out there to win a game of football. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who was the it was the guilty party for that then, the slow music? Um I would say like there'd be a few. I'm not gonna name and shame them. There'd be a few. No, go on. No, I'm not gonna name and shame them. <laughs> <laughs> listening. Come on. Because they're, they're, they're probably still playing that music at their teams now. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? What was it like R and B or like Celine Dion or something or what? Oh yeah, I might as well been Celine Dion. And somebody asked Oi. somebody asked earlier. Let's go back to um, uh, the present situation. Somebody asked earlier regarding Dong. Did you get on with him at all, or did you have any altercations with uh, Ren? I had a good. I had a good relationship with Dong. Yeah. Yeah. Even though it wasn't um, to do with like the roles or whatever his role was, I would never question his role until the end. Mm. Until I until I got to the end of my career, I, I did. I questioned it because. I just didn't think it was right. Whether I was wrong in what I said, then yeah. that's for me. That's for me to sort of accept that. But I felt opinion, my, yeah. my best interests were Birmingham City Football Club, not anyone else's. I didn't care about what anyone else thought. Well, my, yeah. My best interest was what the club was doing, where it was going, um, and where where do you see my future as as like being part of this 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 place, Birmingham, and mm. that 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 was how it was, but. He's got a tough job. He's got a, he's got a tough job there, Dong. And I just wish that he'd come out more and explain to the fans with what what's going on and and where the club's going. I just think they they need the relationship. Every club needs that relationship, no matter what. It's yeah. Chinese way, isn't it? I just think I just think it's gone too far now. Where whatever you'll say, no no one will be happy with it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Start of the season though, Paul. Um, the, you know, that, going back to that conference with Karanka, it sounded mm. like you know, bloody hell, things are maybe might change, but it's Tempo just how, how wrong could be. Yeah, but that's only because Tempo of what I said. Yeah, but I'd said that in a in a conference in a in a in a press thing. So that's funny that. 
Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. okay, who have we got up next then, guys? Next week we have, and Craig Corgan is going to tell me any minute now because, as usual, Ma is forgot. it Marlon King? Marlon King. Oh, it might be Marlon. Yeah, might be Marlon next week. Yeah, yeah. Robert, we had. You know, you were talking about your music and that before the games or something of that. We had Ricky Otto. Was it last week, guys? Uh, week before, week before, week before uh, yeah, Kyoto week, yeah. on the week before last, yeah, and, and yeah. the same question. Do you have any rituals and that before you know you put your left boot on before your right? Is now just used to sit there and smoke a split. Here, <laughs> 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 Birmingham City, we do I want you so quick. <laughs> I know, yeah, I know, yeah. Because straight out with it though. Oh, bless him, he was brilliant. He's a he was brilliant yeah. as well. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. yeah. But, like, a few more, was... uh, few, few more quick fan questions. So, uh, do, 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 let me just check, see what else we got. Sorry, okay. just keep talking, Nick, and I'll, I'll come up with one. Uh, oh, Nick, uh, talking. Oh, god, there's the first. Oh, yeah, I was about to say, um, what was Damari Gray like to play with, and why don't you think it works for him at Leicester? Hey, Damari was a was again another another young, talented player that I think he needed to stay at Birmingham a few more seasons yeah. to develop a little bit better. I think yeah. it was a rush to get him out the door for the price that we should never accepted because it was yeah. for three nuts. Um, I think if he'd have had another couple more seasons at Blues, then we would have seen a real um, Damari Gray of what he was all about and, and the player that he was going to be. Um, I think at Leicester, obviously, Brendan has, has changed the way that they play and he's brought in the players. He's been given a lot of money to spend and he's brought wisely with that. Um, and Damari's obviously, he's just needed to move on. So now he's signed for Bayer Leverkusen and, I hope he does really well. I know he scored on his debut. They won. So, again, now Damari's just got to look at getting his career up and running again. And um, and he, he is, for me, he's, he's probably wasted two or three years staying at Leicester, like just sitting on the bench when he should have been really playing a lot more. Yeah. Yeah, Do you yeah, think yeah, Drew, uh, Drew Bellingham was the same scenario? Should he have stayed at Blues for another year or two? I just think, well, we do the money that was thrown at him is... I know, I know. It's, money. it's hard to turn down that much money for such a young lad and... Yeah. And the quality of player that Jude is, I mean, he was going to go on no matter what. He, he, he could have played at any club and come for any academy. He was always going to be a, a standout player just because of the way that he was. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, 24 million quid for a 17-year-old. You, you yeah. snap your hands off and you snap people's yeah. hands off. And You're going to take it. Oh, great move. I think Borussia Dortmund, again, is, is, a, is the next stage of his development in his career of him getting to that next level and then he will end up back in the premiership without a shadow of a doubt. I, I well, they look after the youngsters well there though, don't they as well? Yeah, yeah. but they, they have a, they have a system of bringing them through. So they, so not just one, one or two get through, it's four or five of them. They're brought through in a group. So it's, again, it's, it's a great learning curve for them. Um, and for Jude, another language, learning a different culture is for such a young kid, it's a great experience. I wish I'd done that at a young age. I wish I'd had that opportunity. And what about his brother, Job? Is he, is he equally as good, better? He can be a good player, Job, yeah. But again, the pressure that's going to come on his head at such a young age, you've just got to be patient with him. He's, he's 14, 15. It's, mm, yeah. He doesn't want that expectation on his shoulders just yet because he's still enjoying his football. He's still young. He's still developing. Um, find his feet through Birmingham City Football Club and then see where it takes him. I'm just right, hoping, nice hoping yeah. the academy stays open. And we, yeah. we, see a lot of, we see a lot of the talent that I know is there. And, we, and we, we have high hopes for them kids coming through and wearing the Birmingham City shirt like Jude did. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and your opinion, just, just on the last one, Jude, your opinion is on retiring the 22 shirt. I've got it. It's there. 
He's got the real one. He's got the real one. Um, answer the, cu- answer the current questions. Yes, loads. Yeah. Uh, answer the current squad. Who do you think should be the captain? Says Janie Tarbuck. Um, Keith and Bo, I would give it to. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I would give it. I would give it to Keith just because I know what he's all about and I know what what it means to him being a Birmingham mm. City player. Mm. I think when 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 and it's, there's there's like with Harley at the moment, I think Harley just needs to get back to the player that we all know he is. He, he's come under a lot of fire, a lot of flack. He's a good player, but mm. take that pressure off him. Bring him out of the game. Bring him out of game. He did it. He took him out of the games for a couple of times, and he'd come back for the Middlesbrough game, and he was brilliant. He was the best player on the pitch. Yeah. I think he just needs that, maybe, again, communication to him. Have a little chat. What about maybe Etheridge as, as captain? Um, I always find it difficult with a goalie being a captain. Yeah. Right, OK. I do as well. Yeah. I, just, I just think that, like, goalies as captains, it's you're not getting your vocal across. I know right, the... Yeah, yeah no, I've got it, yeah. I just think that when you're a player on the pitch, you see different, you see different mm. pictures and... If you've got your if you've got your leader in the middle of the team, then it, it works well. Just that communication, but you should you should have you should have eleven leaders really, not just one. You shouldn't be relying on one person. You should have eleven and mm. twenty four thousand behind you. Yeah, one hundred percent. But that good one here. But they're not at the moment. They can't get that. So I know, I know. Squad, the squad, the even the bench. They've all got a lead. They've all got to help each other. They've all got to get us through this sticky patch at this moment in time. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Let's assume that Andrews opens tomorrow. Mm. How loud do you think that first keep right on would be? <laughs> like you say, the, the players would, for me, 100% would get themselves fired up for the game, but it shouldn't rely on that. It shouldn't, no. after so long, it shouldn't have that that first fan's reaction to give them that lift that they know that they needed. It, it, should, have been, it should have been from what's been going on. Mm. But there's a lot yeah, of them there yeah, that yeah. probably yeah. never heard it. No, and like, they've never experienced it, have they? Yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm. Uh, Paul, you going to say, dude? Go on, Paul. Go on, Paul. I was just going to say, good one coming in from Joshua Clifton. He's just said, um, Robert, which of your Blues, all the years you played for us, out of all your teammates, who would you put in this team to get them going and why? So you can pick one player that you played with yeah. for um, us. Great question. Yeah, it's a very good question. It's a great question. Yeah. Hard one. I would Hard probably one. say someone like uh, either Steve Caldwell or... Uh, um, Steve Caldwell, I say. Yeah. Steve Caldwell was very vocal, very, very good, like very, um, very positive. Mm. Get his word across very well. Uh, yeah. Understood the game, understood players. Yeah, I think Steve Caldwell would be perfect for the team at the moment. Just that leadership, that that defender that defends, puts his head in where it's going to hurt. Yeah. yeah. He he's, he's coming in. He's coming in a couple of weeks as well. That's brilliant. Yeah, we've got yeah, yeah, yeah. him on in a few weeks. Yeah. yeah. What about yeah, Stevie yeah. Carr in the situation? Stevie Carr, another oh, one, yeah, 100%. Yeah. I mean, there's, yeah. so, there's so many. There's, yeah, there's, yeah. There's so many at that time. But but that was that that was that era. That was that mentality of players that grew up in that era and knew what it was, knew yeah. what it was about. What I feel sad about, though, is, is in, you know, another 10 years' time, if we're still doing this, Chris is going to be really old, number <laughs> one. Um, Paul's going to be my age. Mark's going to be Paul's age. <laughs> <laughs> Hey. And the kids, the kids are going to be saying, what an awful, <laughs> awful time the 2000s were, the 2020s were. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like... Paul, have you? Mm. Nothing so, to mate, shout at, have they? Any questions there? <laughs> um, I've got some more here. Who are we playing next, Paul? 
again. Who are we playing next? I ain't even got a clue. Yeah, you know, that's how bad it is. We got, we got Millwall. Why were we not? I didn't know actually. Okay, oh. predictions for Millwall, Mark. Um, I, I find it very hard to see a win. Maybe blind faith, one-one. Draw. I'm going to go. I'm going to mm. go nil-two to Millwall. It's a Millwall, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So two-nil to Millwall. I'm going to go. I can't. I can't see us doing anything, Robbo. Two-one Millwall. Paul. One-nil Blues. <laughs> what have you been drinking? <laughs> Go on, that's me. Brown. Four nil blues. Four nil blues. Yeah, four nil. You reckon blues. we're going to turn some? The oh yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Okay, here we go. Okay. I've got another question for you, Mark. Blues yep. are going to stop up or go down? Stop up. Just. Bravo. I reckon they'll stay up. Yeah. Paul. Just. Yeah, I reckon we'll stay up as well. Chris uh, Brown. Okay. Now, this leads me on to a question that's come up on YouTube as we speak. Uh, I say I say, we'll, um, I say we'll come up. And he wants to know, do you think we'll come straight back up if we're relegated? <laughs> no. no. That's hard to not say, isn't it? That's, yeah. Not a, I mean, look, you've only got to look at Ipswich and Sunderland, haven't you, for that, you know, to tell yeah. you how difficult it is. That, that league's harder than the championship. Oh, yeah. Is it? Yeah. And, you've, and you've got to be able to buy players that are willing to fight and scrap every yeah. every game. That the league one, I mean, I've played in it. It's it's brutal, but it's yeah. I can say it's if you're rebuilding, you've got to, you've got to have a plan in place that it's going to be at least two or three years before you're getting out of that a league like that. Or unless, like you say, you keep the nucleus of the squad. I mean, yeah. if the squad was kept together, then you'd expect them to get promoted straight away. Yeah, yeah. right, Robert. Here play? we go. You've got three minutes to go. You're in the dressing room on Saturday at Millwall. What are when, you going to say to the players beforehand? Well, if I was in the dressing room Saturday, then the game would have gone. Wednesday, any? It? Oh, it's Wednesday. Beg your pardon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How much has he had to drink tonight? They're well, for Wednesday on Saturday. I'm on the lemonade. Yeah. You know. a poorly hand. <laughs> <laughs> you just want your players to go out and give you all, don't you? You've got yeah. to... You've got to encourage the players. You've got to, you've got to love them. You've got to give them... You can see the quality they've got, so you've got to give them that. You've got to give them that energy, that they're good players. Give them that loving, give them that confidence. If they do something wrong on the pitch, on the touchline, like clapping them, never mind, come on, let's go again. Do you know what I mean? Just that, just so they can see what's coming from the touchline, that little bit of inspiration that they're looking for. But you've got mm -hmm. to get off your backside. You've got get to on that touchline. You put your notepad down. Put your little notepad down. And, and like you say, encourage. But when you, but you know what's coming now when you go to Millwall anyway. So what inspiration do you need? You know, as a player, well, I knew, right, I'm going to Millwall, it's going to be a scrap. I know that I need to head everything that comes into the box. Mm. I, need to, I need to be scrapping with the centre forward as much as I can, not giving him a sniff all game. So I know what I'm expecting from Millwall. If these mm. players don't know what they're expecting from Millwall, then you might as well give up now. Mm. If they don't know what's oh. coming now on Wednesday night at Millwall then don't even bother going down there because you're wasting your time. We've also got Spot Sheffield on. Wednesday away on Saturday. I don't see anything there either. They're two must-win games. You've got, to, you've got to win these two games, simple as that. We have yeah. to win the last two, to be honest with you. You, can't, the last three. you, can't, you can't be feeling sorry for yourselves now. You've got, you've got to roll your sleeves up and, and dig in and get resolved. Yeah. No matter Coventry, what. Wickham, Luton. Come on, which is mm. Birmingham City for crying out loud's sake. Yeah, but them teams wanted it more. Yeah, yeah well, that's yeah. it. Yeah, that, that's what it boils down we've to. Got, yeah, we've yeah. got no God-given right to, to turn up and just win, have we? No, that's all it, all it, all it, all it turns down to is is 
he's prepared to roll your sleeves up and fight for every ball, fight for every minute on that pitch until you get to until you come off that pitch and you can't give any more and you know you've got three points. That's what it's all about, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Though. I don't care if one of my players had a bad game because mm-hmm. the other ten players who got you out, you, you got you out of it because we won. So that one person will then, like you say, he knows he had a bad game. Let it deal with it. But hold up a minute. Let's just enjoy the occasion. We've got three points. End, end of. Mm-hmm. I think that's the most frustrating thing. We've got we've got a manager there that's done good things in this league. And we've got a good squad as well. And, you know, it's just not getting a tune out of them at the moment. And I hope that changes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, time's up. Nick? Time's up. Wait. We were a bit yeah, late Nick. starting, though, weren't we, Chris? Shall we go another couple of minutes? Uh, we can go another minute. Yeah, okay. Another minute. We'll yeah. do another minute. Yeah. Do another minute. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, I don't know. I'm just disheartened. I'm, I'm down. I'm rock bottom. I'm, I'm, One thing. You know, I'm even throwing toilet rolls at the cat. Yeah. <laughs> the, the one thing we haven't mentioned, Robbo, is your new venture as well. You do business. How's that going? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's picking up nicely now. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I've had, I've had quite a few inquiries with, um, with college academies who are educational programs who want to have a chat about, obviously, my, my mentality, my mindset of what me, uh, got me through my career, through the ups and the downs. So, so yeah, um, looking forward to talking to them. Um, going to be good. I've had a few bits of individual work that I've been doing with working with certain people and uh, got them on the right pathway. So, yeah, things are picking up nicely. Mm. Is it mo- mo- motivation speaking, is it, uh, sort of thing? Or? It's, it's, it's a bit of both. It's, yeah. it's, it's mentoring as well. It's... Yeah. Um, so it's basically what I had to deal with throughout my career. And it's, it's not just football. It's based on all sports because everyone's going to go through the ups and downs. Mm-hmm. It's, it's to sort of like work on certain scenarios and how can we talk about certain things that might happen? Right, okay, how can we deal with this differently? And like you say, it's, there's so many things that happen in, in elite sport that, that, mm-hmm. can, that can be changed and, and maybe not what their coaches or their management staff are giving them. So I'm there as a support system to help them sort of get through the tough, the tough periods that they'll get through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, this has been an interesting show tonight, guys. Fantastic. Uh, not a great deal to smile about, I know, but you know what we've done? We've had a laugh. We didn't do a last 15 minutes tonight, as I think sometimes, you know, when the guests are on, uh, and, and there are, they're as prolific as, as, as Robbo is and has been for our club, then, you know, we want to get the most out of them. And we'll have yeah. a laugh, you know, we'll have a laugh in the week and when the times are right. So, yeah. This has been the Tilton Talk Show, ladies and gents, sponsored by Boyle Sports, Garrison Coffee Company, Blues Trust. Welcome to our good new family. And SAS Auto, supporting PSD and local charities. We've got to say a massive thank you to Robbo, a great servant to the club, a friend of the show forever, forever, and somebody who will always be revered around St Andrews. If ever you're around Robbo on a, on a, on a match day, when we all get back together, come down, have a beer with us, meet the guys, and, uh, uh, and we'll have a chat on one thing or another. Mate, I tell you, I really appreciate this hour and a half you've given up of your time there to be with us, to be with Birmingham City fans, to talk about the old times, to talk about what you're doing. Thank you so, so very much indeed. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Rubble! Rubble! Hey! <laughs> and thanks to the one only Mark Evans, a.k.a. Mr. Robe. Good night, all. Have a Who? good week. Mrs. Hey. Brown. <laughs> good evening. Mrs. <laughs> Brown. Good evening. That's better. <laughs> and the one only Mr. Sheen. Mr. Paul Hipkiss, thank you very much, sir. Good night, all. Ladies and gents, we'll see you back here next Monday night. Win, lose or draw, we'll be on it. We'll be on it. Because this is the Tilton Talk Show. Good night, God bless, take care and keep right on. Happy birthday, Lillian, 100 years old. We're so happy, follow.
away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.